15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Wait a minute. I've heard that before. That's the note Jeremy wrote to me in my yearbook in the sixth grade. How'd you even know that? Because it's from Geico. Yeah, yeah wait, here it is. Dear Luke, have a great summer. P.S. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Love, Jeremy. Geico's had this tagline for years because we help save people money. So wait, you're saying Jeremy copied you? <laughs> yeah, that actually does sound like something the J-Man would do. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Welcome to this episode of When Doc Speaks. I am your host, Doc Holly. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we're going to be talking about the topic, Am I Codependent? This one is really a good one, guys. One of the things that I have found out in my time of speaking uh, spending time talking to people is that, you know, those are, there are many people who are codependent, like they really have good intentions, but it's actually harmful for both the individual and their relationships because codependent people have poor boundaries and difficulty understanding their own thoughts and emotions because they spend um, their time and energy pleasing like people around them leading to a lost sense of self. This is what you find with codependent people. So, you know, the question was raised. I was having a conversation with a group of people and we got into the topic of really identifying how, you know, to identify, am I codependent? So I wanted to give you some key uh, points on being able to determine whether or not if you're codependent, you're in a relationship. Um, Hopefully these will definitely help you. And so we're going to dive right on in. The first way that you can determine if you're codependent, you give more in your relationships. So what I'm saying here is you have a hard time saying no. Often stifle your thoughts or opinions for fear of disturbing the peace. Like I just want to keep the peace. And your thoughts and actions are often with others in mind, not your own wants or needs. Think about that. You give way more in your relationships than considering yourself. Number two, you are a people pleaser. You feel compelled to take care of others. You have poor boundaries and often feel taken for granted. You may be hurt or resentful when you are not praised for all that you are doing. This is a sign that you are a people pleaser. So the first one is you give more in your relationships. Secondly, you are a people pleaser. Third, you find yourself needing to be needed. Your partner or close friends are struggling in one way or another. For example, addiction, illness, constant drama, And so their need for you makes you feel valued, important, and wanted. This is definitely a key sign that you are codependent. You find yourself needing to be needed. Number four, you are emotionally reactive. Oh, my, my, my. Your emotions come to the surface quicker than you have time to even think at times. So what this does is that it leaves you feeling like out of control. Your emotions have like literally taken over. Emotionally reactive. Definitely a key point of being codependent. Number five. 
You need to feel in control. Now, this could be over controlling emotions, deciding how you feel rather than tuning into the emotions that are really arising. This could be trying to control the actions, opinion or emotions of someone else. You needing to be, you know, feel like you're in control. So um, this one is very, very unique where you want to control the emotions. Really, it's to kind of direct to where basically how you feel matters (laughs) versus other people's feelings. You need to feel in control. Number six, you avoid conflict. You avoid conflict. You don't express your own thoughts or needs because you are afraid if you do, you fear it'll upset the other person. Let me say that one more time. You don't express your thoughts or needs because you are afraid if you do, you fear it'll upset the other person. What you do is you put your own values aside to make sure others are happy. You set your problems aside to focus on those of others. Mm, It's not healthy. It's like, what about you? You know, you're codependent upon people. Again, it all ties into people pleasing and, you know, you giving more, all that kind of stuff. Not, you know, trying to avoid conflict, needing to be in control. All this stuff ties in when you are codependent upon another when it comes to your relationships. And last but not least, low self-esteem or low sense of self you know tomato tomato but sometimes when you throw low self-esteem out there people's like i don't have low self-esteem like okay well if you don't have low self-esteem then you have low sense of self low sense of self-worth when your purpose comes solely from pleasing others hear me out when your purpose comes from solely pleasing others it is easy to lose sight of yourself or feel lost And when you put others first, you're sending yourself a message that you aren't worthy or important. And so this can make you dive more into the behaviors mentioned above. All the ones that we have mentioned, you definitely are like, I am just going to throw myself into them because I don't have a good keen sense of self-worth or self-esteem. So I give more of my relationships. I become a people pleaser. I need to feel needed. I'm emotionally reactive. I need to feel in control and I avoid conflict. I avoid conflict. So I want to, as much as we talk about traits and behaviors that we develop when we are in these relationships, I also want to dive off into how to break the pattern of these codependent type relationships. So I'm going to give you, as we get ready to phase out of this podcast, um, uh, instead of this, try this. Instead of this, try this type mentality. And we're going to go into that. So this is how you break the pattern of codependent relationships. Instead of denying your own needs, try prioritizing self care this one is so key people often hear me say especially like with my massage it's like I'm going to get me a massage you know that that's me I'm going you know it's all about self-care the way I eat exercise 
um, just things to really just kind of love on myself. You know, whatever you can do to provide self-care, um, don't deny your needs. Look to you and see and to make sure that you're meeting your needs is very key. The next one is instead of compulsively trying to fix or take care of others, let others make their other, you know, their own choices. Let them be adults, please. They need to think for themselves and it's okay. You don't need to become the fixer. So take your hands out of the pot. Don't try to fix or take care of others. Let them make their own decisions. Try that. The next one, seeking approval from others. So instead of seeking approval from others, how about you just value yourself? And valuing yourself can be very difficult for some because you don't really truly know your self-worth. And so this is an area where you can take time spending time with you to find out ways to value you. The ways that you matter in life, not just to other people. Like, why are you here? What is your purpose? What do you bring to this earth, um, your whole being. And that's how you begin to place value on why you're here. It's really identifying what your purpose is as well. The next one, instead of judging and criticizing yourself, child, show yourself from practicing some self-compassion. Try that. Practice self-compassion. Woo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Practice self-compassion that I love it. The next one, instead of people pleasing, develop a stronger sense of self, develop a stronger sense of self. I know this is some hard stuff, but I'm telling you, this really works. And we're going to, before we check out of here, we're going to take the last five minutes and I'm going to give you 10 tasks of how we can recover. And you're going to hear me kind of like um, repeat some of the same things, but they are all in line, you know, kind of like with each other. Um, But I just really want for us to get to a place to where we are healthy and, you know, not stuck in a place to where um, we are so codependent on people that we just don't see our value. So the next part is going to be 10 tasks of codependency recovery. The first one, you start putting your own needs first. You start putting your own needs first. Number two, you say what you mean without actually being mean. You say what you mean without being mean. Number three, you can admit that you don't know it all. You don't know it all. Number four, you don't have to give advice. You don't have to give it. I'm so serious. You really don't have to give it. I have to tell myself that at times. Like, you ain't got to tell people stuff. Number five. Number five. So you don't have to give it. Let me go back over these real quick. You start, number one, you start putting your own needs first. Number two, you say what you mean without being mean. Number three, you can admit that you don't know it all. Number four, 
You don't have to give advice. Number five, you know how to stay on your side of the street. Don't be all over there in the other neighbor's uh, way. (laughs) Stay on your side of the street. Number six, you don't always say yes. You don't always say yes. Number seven, you can ask for what you need. Yes, you can. You can ask for what you need. Number eight, you're not obsessing on what's not in your control. You're not obsessing on what's not in your control. Number nine, you don't care as much about what other people think. You don't care as much about what other people think. And last but not least, number 10, you can let go of what other people are doing. You can let go of what other people are doing. You can do this. Guys, you got it. It's in the bag. It's it's really not hard as long as you start to put these things in practice. A lot of this goes into self-love and self-care. And it's a healthy balance where you can love yourself, um, have that self-care in place. And then be able to balance it to where you've made yourself a priority. And then the things that you do for others are because you desire to do it, not because you feel obligated to do it. Very, very important. We really want to break the cycle of codependency because codependency puts you in a place in the relationships. And for many people is that they get into a place in relationships to where, um, you know, that's how some people enter into domestic, you know, violence, domestic abuse type relationships because that codependency is there as well. And so you don't want to suffer in silence and go through things and feel like that you have to say yes and cater and, you know, all these different things. Like you can love yourself, you can provide for yourself because what I always tell people when you are in a position to where you are complete as a person, And we hear it all the time until you are complete as a person, you don't need to be in a relationship because we should never have a mentality that we need someone. We need someone because when you say that you need someone, you're basically saying that something is broken. Something is empty about you. And so I, I believe that that's truly not a reality. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in until we meet again. Always remember that all this stuff that we're talking about, put it in action because guess what? You owe it to yourself. Keep being great, guys. Until we talk again, be blessed.